Her boobs look great. Right? She's not even wearing a bra, I mean. <laughs> hey, now you know. It, now you know. Yeah. So I, that's what I said. I really was enjoying the I mean, her boobs are clearly bigger than Amber's. Yeah. Well, then, I mean. You're a boob man, I mean. Welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. I'm your host, Ryan, and joining me today is Liz. Hi, guys. And Brittany. Hi. We're back for another new reader episode. We're going to be talking all about Volume 3. That's Hardcover Ultimate Collection, Volume 3 for Invincible. Um, That covers issues 26 to 35, for those of you. 26 to 35. 25. What? What? 25. I'm wrong. Crap. I'm wrong. That covers issues 25 to 35. Is it 25 to 35? Is that right? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we took really good notes, so. Awesome. I know I wrote, like, issue this, issue that. Nice. Um, and so, no, no. What? I felt really bad for interrupting you. I'm so sorry. No, please interrupt that. me. It's fine. <laughs> I feel like almost every episode I, I'll say something wrong. I, I Don't worry about it. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be going over those issues. Um we're recording this a little early um, because I'm getting married next weekend, Woo! so that's kind of cool. So I don't want to have to worry about planning this and editing this. <laughs> don't have to worry this. about getting married? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't have to worry about doing all of this in, in the week that I'm getting married. So um, just in case anything crazy happens in the world of Invincible and we're not talking about it for some reason. Uh, so this episode will be going live, um, you know, two weeks after uh, the new issue dis- uh, discussion goes live, which... I think it actually went live a couple days ago. So, all right. Um, so I guess we're going to jump right into this. Uh, oh, before we jump into Volume 3, uh, remember you can email us at uh, theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Um, we've been getting awesome feedback on uh, the New Reader uh, episodes. People seem to be liking these, so that's really cool. The, the play count on those seem to be a little bit higher than some of the other ones even, so that's awesome. Um, I always like these. These are a fun way to kind of, you know, look back and remember all the things that have happened. Um, it's even great for me. Like, I'm, you know, remembering things all over again. And that was kind of the point, just to kind of relive these these issues. Um, and, it, yeah, so email us, theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com, and then Twitter is invinciblecast. Um, so here we go. We're going to jump right in. We're going to do things a little bit differently. Normally we go through it chronologically, um, but I think in order for us to kind of talk freely about the events that happened, we're going to kind of break it up into topics. So these are things that happened in Volume 3, Issues 25 to 35. Um, I, I, I think, uh, well, why don't, you, why don't you want to start, Britt? You've got notes on Issue 25. Uh, yeah, uh, Omni-Man is back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy that's, crap. That's how I, I was, I was actually at... I wasn't expecting it to be that soon. I know. So that was cool. I was, um, I was at work, and Brittany was reading it on break, <laughs> and I was, I was on break, and we were, I was kind of like, I was done eating, and I was just kind of like waiting, because I knew she had started the issue, and I'm like, come on, get to it, get to it, get to it. Like, I was waiting for it to happen, and she like, th- like, turned the page, got to it, and like, looked up with her mouth like... Like, jaw dropped. Jaw yeah. dropped. <laughs> no, there's a, a very similar situation to in my house is I was sitting on the couch reading it and I was like, 
So science dog shows up at Mark's house on Earth, which <laughs> very bizarre. Um, you know, that's the you know the superhero that Mark reads about in the comic books, and I think it, that issue even starts with him getting his comic books or something from the store. So it was I, a nice. I love that comic book little stunt though, because I feel like that's how it goes like oh you know make sure you have my comic books in the back so yep. you come in and it's like no one even orders this anymore it's so lame like it yeah. was just it was a very typical comic book scene like yep. he nailed it so it's I thought great. that was really funny <laughs> just like the last time we um got to see like a comic book scene was him with the author um of the of science with the dog panels yes, with the yes, panels yes. yep <laughs> Like I said, a lot of times when they show the comic books, like Mark reading comic books or going to the comic shop, there's um, they're poking fun at the comic book industry, and there's a lot, you know, a lot of that in this. But it's so true. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. So, Science Dog is is a actually an, a bug looking alien that um, uh, has come to Mark for help, you know, and Mark sees this as an opportunity to go help an alien planet, and um, yeah, he defies Cecil yeah. right, for the first time. It was like a really big big deal, a big moment for him of becoming, like, his own man, I felt like. He grew up a lot in that mm-hmm. moment. And he was adamant about doing it because he's, this is the right thing to do, and Cecil's like, we don't know anything, mm-hmm. you know, and he lost communication with him because they got out of range, and it was just, he was I, on his own. I was so nervous the whole time. I was like, trap, 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 <laughs> just, like, just waiting for it to happen, and then and then when he saw his dad, I was like, I knew it! I was freaking, I was freaking out, so mm-hmm. I was like, come on, what do you have to say, Nolan, you know? Yeah, so what did you think of, of what he had to say? Like, how did that, all that went down? <sighs> It's really hard for me. Number one, because I hate being wrong. So, like, I have all these... <laughs> I mean, what woman doesn't? But, like, I have all these pred- predictions in my head. Mm-hmm. Of, like, I believe you actually said in our first um, new reader issue uh, <laughs> discussion, you said that he was going to be the Joker to um, to Mark's Batman. You yeah. Know what I mean? you yeah. He was going to become his arch enemy. <laughs> right? Like, so that I, I'm very, you know leery about this whole relationship mm-hmm. um i don't believe him as far as i could throw him and so then when he starts talking about like more or less how much he's changed he's grown yeah. um you know he made those choices for a reason mm-hmm. like i get it all and i was kind of like trying to think of other things too like oh he he made that choice to not kill mark like yeah. that was a, a huge choice and did he make that choice because he knew he wanted to have some place to come back to. Mm-hmm. Like, he was choosing to abandon, I always say it wrong, the... the Viltrumite? Viltrumite. Yeah, I always say Viltrumite or something. <laughs> weird, so I apologize. Um, the V people. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so I was thinking, like, he's, he's so smart to manipulate everybody around him. Mm-hmm. So I still, even though he's, like, showing all this remorse and growth and change mm-hmm. I don't believe him one bit Yeah, I hate him I hate him still what's a cheater always a cheater <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping like you flipped the page and it was just like Mark punching him in the face which he I liked did. I which liked. he did <laughs> yes because he's like I'm just checking yep. that was I so smart that. Yeah. that was so smart it was it was one of those things like oh duh because when you see Nolan you're like oh my god Nolan's back you don't even think oh wait these aliens just you know copied uh, science, science dog, dog. Yeah. I mean they could probably copy Nolan but um, <laughs> he was like, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> that scene was amazing, though, when he first sees his dad and his, the, like, on the next issue, the very next issue, when his fist clenched and the, the way the art is done and the paneling, and it's like, it shows his fist clench, then his fist clench, so and then they hug. Oh. I know. Mm. Exactly. That silence <laughs> says yes. it all. Like, it really does. Like, that's, I felt that exact mm-hmm. feeling. And, like I said, I just didn't know whether to 
I was happy, but I was like upset about it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. such yeah. mixed feelings. And and what you were saying, like, um, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. I mean, he has well, a son. No, he's, no, he's got a. I mean, that issue ended with him showing, like, opening the door and being like, "Oh, he got a baby. You have a brother." Yeah. Well, he did exactly what he was going to say. Mark, you're worthless. I can just make more spawn. Ta-da! Yeah, like he did. He did. I and mean, and he has just, and, he made more? And Mark, like, who and, knows? And Mark says, you know, come back to Earth. Right? Like, one of the first things he says is, come back. You have to come back. And Nolan's like, I can't go back. After everything I've done there, I mean, I've moved on. Like, this is it. I'm done. Like Cold-hearted snake. Dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but at the same time, he says he did change. Like, he yeah. says he realized... What you know, what he had done, and he just wanted to be done with it and move on. Sweet. But he needs help because the vulture mites are coming to kill Nolan because yeah. he abandoned his post. <laughs> Good. I still don't like him. <laughs> yeah. That poor mother. <laughs> oh, I know. So, um, yeah, we get three vulture mites that show up. Um, Nolan wants, um, you know, Nolan gets alerted that they've arrived to the planet to kill him. Um, Nolan wants Mark to take care of his. Wife, or you know, his it's baby his mama. Wife, yeah, um, I feel like they're married. Yeah, but they've chosen each other yeah, as yeah. I mean, that life that's, yeah, that species for, probably she doesn't lives have for nine marriage. months. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so he wants Mark to take. You know, oh, I forgot her name. Well, they never. Oh, her name. Yeah, Alessandra. Yeah, I wrote it down. Yeah, Something like that. Wrote it in here too somewhere. Yeah, I did too. You know. Um, uh, Nolan wants him to take. Uh, oh, the... I, I wrote Omni Man and Mark's little brother. Ew. <laughs> That's stupid and fucking disgusting. Oh, why can't I remember? Andressa. Andressa. I knew it was a name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um. But she was so nice, but I, I know, still hated but her. I know it wasn't like it wasn't her fault. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And, and Billy's response was, well, she's still hot for a bug. Oh. <laughs> she did have very perky boobs. I know, right? <laughs> really alluring eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I like, too, how he didn't have a name. He just kept calling him my brother. You know, for a long time, so I mm-hmm. thought that was you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, like the in their culture, they choose their own name yeah. and all that because they grow up so fast. And um, so yeah, so the you know Mark goes to the caves to protect them, and then this uh, vulture mite shows up, and Mark sucker punches him and flies away, but he's not fast enough. Yeah, and he learns that he needs to start exercising. Exactly. This is the first time where we where. You know, his dad was like, well, have you been exercising? Yeah. Oh, exercising? What? And do you like, remember, um, I remember you bringing this up, Liz, um, when uh, Mark and his dad in volume one are getting hot dogs or whatever, Mark, or Nolan says um, something about you, you know, your powers coming to their full potential. That's what he was referring to. The fact that, like, he's not strong enough yet, but he can get stronger. It's like a muscle. Yeah. That he can actually train to get faster and stronger. Right. And it's, he doesn't know... And he gets his ass kicked. He gets, he gets his ass <laughs> I thought that was kicked. a really intense moment with him flying away and then just seeing him Catch g- gaining bit, and then him, t- him telling her, like... Yeah, I'm gonna die. And saying, pretty much, I'm sorry, this isn't gonna work. Like, he's gonna catch us, get ready. Yeah. Um, and then Nolan comes down and saves him. Um, brutal fight scene, though. I mean, well, first we we, we see that Nolan, that the, the, the Vulture Mites slaughtered tons of the... The only race, and no one is pissed. All dead. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and no one is pissed. I mean, is is it because he found he found another home? He's gonna start over and try and move on. Well, he, he was found like a place with these people. Wasn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So. I think they did it just because they can do it. Oh yeah, they totally did it to mess with him because they yeah. know he's emotional. 
Um, Ooh, weakness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, and then I I like the brutal scenes. You know, it just again shows how strong they are and how capable they are. Cause like there's all this talk of it, and you rarely actually see it. You know, I think the last time we saw it was the fight with Mark and Nolan. Mm-hmm. So then to see it again so much later, you know, it's kind of like surprising again, just the blood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but they actually stand their own. They take him out. Um, but that's when they, they take Nolan. Like, yeah. yeah, they take him back, and then they're like, you are now ambassador of Earth. Like To Mark. You, yeah, yeah, to Mark. You're in charge. They didn't, even, they didn't give him a choice. Mm-hmm. But they said we'll be back in what, like? A hundred years. A hundred yeah. years. They say oh, we'll be back in a hundred years. You're in charge of Earth. By then, make sure it's ready to conquer. Yeah. I think that's a bold-faced lie. They're coming oh, before absolutely. that. Well, that's like, the thing. And even Cecil says after he gets back, we're like, we don't know if that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could be back at any point. Yes. Um, yeah, I think but that's a they have to assume, Yeah, but they have, yeah, they have to assume, like, we can't live on the edge of when they're going to show up. We have to move on. And, like, I think that was something like what Cecil said. And um, mm-hmm. and they took they took Nolan. He said, he, and the last thing he says to Mark, they're taken away. Read my books, right? So, yep. Yeah. So we find more about that at the in the final issue. But, um, you okay? Yeah, I finally burped. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel here with your super mic. <laughs> it was very I didn't quiet. hear it. No, I didn't I hear it. I was really quiet about it. Um, all right, then, uh, then Mark stays on the planet a few more weeks, helping them rebuild. He feels... In his toga. Oh, yeah. He has a toga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked handsome, you know. <laughs> and then um, he takes a long trip back home. Bringing his brother, his um, his brother's mother is now visibly older, and it's kind of neat that you get to see the aging. You even get to see his brother starting to be a little bit older. He almost looks like he's one. You know yeah. what I mean? He's growing up pretty fast. I wrote Andresa, and- Andresa, Andresa. Yeah. Boobs are saggy. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> like they were super so, so, perky, and like now they're really saggy. <laughs> what is your definition of age? So we've got. Um, Mark showing up, showing up at home, and uh, uh, showing up at the house, and Debbie. Like, are you kidding me? Like, hey, guess what? Here is your. Oh my god, I'd be so pissed if my son. <laughs> if, yeah, if my son came home with my husband's another love child and was like, "Hey, mom, will you take care of my brother?" <laughs> Hell like, no. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. I was like, when I was reading this, I'm like. Mark, what are you doing to your mom? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, uh-huh. you know you're already not, an alcoholic. Right? Like you're adding a child into not, that. Yeah, not only is it like, um, oh, by the way, I saw dad. <laughs> but there's also this. There's a purple baby. Yeah. <laughs> and it's his. Yeah. It's like, oh. Like, yeah. You know, which oh, one of the first God. things she asks is, you know, did he say anything about me? Right. Like, there's oh, all my that. gosh. She's so desperate. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, my heart aches for her. Like I said, I, I predicted it early. And he's, Marcus, or I'm sorry, Nolan is setting himself up to come back at some point, and she's going to take him back now that she's taking care of his other son, well, both of his kids. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm uh. very upset. I like, because I know it's happening. <laughs> okay, anyway, so he's going. Um, and then he goes over He goes over to see Cecil, and they get in this oh, yeah. big fight um, all about uh, disobeying him. And, you know, and Mark's like, everything worked out. It's okay. It's fine. Now we actually have more information on this stuff. Like that. And Cecil's just like, 
doesn't matter. You disobeyed me. It could have been a trap. It could have been wrong. And they actually, he like flies off and they're like kind of left with kind of a Yeah, and I think Cecil spot. was so mad because didn't like something else happen where there was a lot of superheroes fighting yeah, so at that moment, we actually get to um, see, uh, I think they t- they fight, I actually brought this guy up in the last New Reader podcast, and I forgot his name. I think it's Omnipotus. I know, yes. Um, yeah. I guess it might be issue 27. Yes, it is, yeah. 27. Because <laughs> I wrote, Eve is back, yep. yep. yay! Yep. <laughs> Eve's back, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, omnipotent. Uh, the, the, this huge, it's like a Galactus kind of, you know, enemy. And he's, you know, shaper of worlds or whatever he calls himself. And it shows all these heroes show up. And that the big guy in the center is Brit. That's Tech Jacket. Um, remember a while ago, I, I think it was last issue, we got to see Alan on Telesquia. Mm-hmm. And there's this green frog-looking person on the council. And they yes. talked about oh, a yeah, character. Yeah. I said Tech Jacket. Oh, That's him. Okay. That, both Brit and Tech Jacket and Capes, which is also some of these guys in the background, are spin-off comics that Kirkman had worked on before Invincible, so he kind of made them all into the same universe. Mm-hmm. Um, we're actually going to be doing discussions, you know, episodes of this podcast in which we're talking about those tie-in comics. So those will be fun that you guys can actually listen to, you know, because you're not caught up, you can't listen to the new reader ones, but, so yeah. Yeah, I know. I really started listening to it. I was like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. I didn't hear anything. I just heard about peeing in the bathroom or something. Yeah, that's how it starts. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this this mic picks up a lot. Apparently, <laughs> it's definitely heard your burp. Really? <laughs> no, no. I mean, not that I'm ever ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> but in that fight with Omnipotus, um, uh, we get Black Samson coming back. He got his powers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he was the one in the coma. Yeah. He was badass. I yeah. thought. Like yep. I was surprised was cool. how strong his powers were. And um. And uh, that funny moment of um, uh, Monster Girl wrecking his suit. Um, and then we get to see... Uh, I like I like when everything goes back to normal after they defeat Omnipotus, and they're all standing around, and Monster Girl says, uh, it's moments like this where you realize how silly we all look. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot, too. Again, just poking fun. Yeah. You know, the universe. Um, but yeah, so Mark's back on Earth. Um, you know, he got into that fight with Cecil, and then, uh, you know, Debbie's taking care of the baby, who doesn't have a name yet, and then, uh, Mark goes to talk to Eve. Actually, right before Mark shows up, when Debbie is walking through the front door, she's on the phone with Eve, and she calls her Amber, much like I think I just did, but, um, I thought that was a nice little, like... Like, Lay on like, oops, the love triangle. Like, <laughs> I keep getting you mixed up. Um, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, yeah. She says, oh, I'm sorry, Eve. I called you Amber. She says something like that. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. And so Mark goes to Amber's apartment, and um, she's pissed. Well, naturally. He's I been mean, gone for months now, right? It was, a, it was like a, two or three months that yeah. he's gone for. Yeah. yeah, and she's like, he's like, hey, this is you, this is what you signed up for. You I know mean, now. It's not, yeah. Like, this. sorry, but this is kind of how it is. not selling drugs, so it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he kind of softens it over by saying, hey, let's go to Africa. Yeah. How can, I mean, how can you say no? Mm-hmm. That's, but that's like by far right. my favorite issue cover. It was twenty seven. Yes. Oh, it was yeah. like American Amber cuddling and then Eve just like looking pissed. It's mm-hmm. like, get it girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it like right after they show up. Um uh, this Mark is and, gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, Mark and Amber walking and he's like, Oh, this is gonna be fun, like rolling her eyes. Yeah. I thought that was great. Um I loved everything, like, in Africa though. I that's when I look back on the series, one of the parts I just really liked. It felt so like 
it was kind of feel good in a way. I mean, yeah, I mean, obviously it's the love triangle stuff, but it, it, it wasn't, you know, superheroes and destruction and blood and guts. It was a guy just like trying to talk to his friend about this girl and like, and one of my favorite um, lines or, you know, you know, conversations is when um, Mark and um, Eve are sitting on the roof and you actually get a little bit of background on her powers and she talks about like how she's making all this stuff now and she's learning more and she's able to do more. I mean, she made that whole house. She's making food. She's and um, and uh, Amber walks out of the house and Eve's like, look at her. She's one of them. She doesn't look up. And yeah. that's actually what we called the, 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 the very first episode of this podcast looking up because that's like in the first issue of Invincible even um, Mark fly Mm -hmm. yeah up and nobody looks up because nobody I mean and I you don't think about that often but people rarely do look up because they're normal people they're not superheroes even though Amber does eventually look up and but then you have to think too does Amber look up because she now knows Mark's powers and his powers so isn't that kind of Mm -hmm. like it's okay. Expected. It yeah. took her a little too long to look up, if you ask me. <laughs> well, I liked that issue only because when you think of yourself, like, you know, you get that question of if you had a superpower, what it would be? Like, if you can fly or mm-hmm. whatever. But when you think of those things, you kind of put that in perspective, too. Like, I would save, I would save the world or I would help the world in some mm-hmm. shape or form. So it made me love Eve that much more. Mm-hmm. But And I like you said, too, they were... It was just, like, two friends talking on the roof. Like, he, mm-hmm. Mark constantly battles, like, she's my friend. I only think of her as my friend. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that they could talk about anything. And then they kind of have, like, the poop talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, where does all the extra stuff go? Oh, you know, in the bathroom a couple times, yeah. several when, times, when, whatever it was. When Eve uses, uh, or has extra atoms, because not everything is equal atoms, she's yeah. like, yeah, I just go to the bathroom a few more times that day. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really funny. And she was comfortable enough to you talk to about that. friends unless you have the poop comedy. That's right, yes. Um, so then there's a village in danger, and Mark um, flies Amber too fast. And that was another thing I really loved about this. This issue is great. Mark flies her too fast and she's out of breath and she can't breathe. Another thing you don't think of, if you can fly super fast and you do it with somebody who can't hold their breath or whatever, or isn't holding their breath at the time, they she she couldn't catch her breath and that was a cool moment. And then when Mark comes back after saving the village, she punches him and he says, ouch. Uh-huh. She's like, come on. Yeah, reflex. Uh-huh. Let me make you feel better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's just a doomed relationship. Uh, it's just... You know, more signs of it. I just, I never liked Amber. Mm. I try. I like Amber. I do. No. I do like Amber. I do like her, too. She is the, she's really trying. Yeah. And she's a normal good. person. You exactly. know, it's, it's a normal person in a world of superheroes, so you can kind of... I think she's going to mess up, though, until... Tell somebody? Tell somebody mm-hmm. that... Didn't she? Her almost? one friend. Yeah. Like, jokingly. Oh, yeah. She almost did. But, yeah. And then Mark gets a phone call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I, it's safe to say, um, to tell you guys that this is TJ's favorite issue. I believe it's 33. Um, 32. 32? Okay. I wrote, poor Mark's mom. It should be anyway. Oh, no, it is 33. Okay. Really? Yeah, it's 33. 33. All right, I wrote it wrong. Oh, no. My bad. You're right, 33. 32 is when he gets the phone call. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it is. 32, he gets the phone call at the end of it, and uh, he flies to the house, and Angstrom's sitting there. Now, we haven't seen Angstrom since the end of last issue. I kind of forgot where he had that, like, vendetta. Yeah. 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 Like, I didn't think 
Like, I just assumed he would have been up in the... Well, because it's been a while since we, like, had seen Nolan, too. So I yeah. thought it was going to be a while. Like, okay, like, he's gone for a little while, yeah. maybe come yeah. back. Mm-hmm. So same thing. I was kind of like, oh, shoot. Oh, no, see, like I, like I said, two is building stuff, and now things are happening it's, quick. Yeah. Things happen like quick I, in this comic now. I even tried to read it slower because I was I mm-hmm. liked everything that was happening, and I didn't want to mm-hmm. read it all at once. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, pace myself, yeah. you know? But, yeah. So anyway, Angstrom. Yeah. Um... Crazy issue. Crazy issue. Um, the fight going to different dimensions. Um, that was so cool. Yeah. Can I just say, I loved, I loved that. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And I liked that they played on the different comic universes, yep. right? There was like he, Doc Ock, Spidey, yeah, he goes Batman. To, yeah, he, yeah, he goes through a, a dimension and bumps into Doc Ock. And then it cuts to Angstrom, he's talking, and then the portal opens back up. And he comes out on a web. Yeah. And then later he's talking to Batman and he says something like, so you're dressed like a bat and your name is... Never mind, I already had this conversation once today. <laughs> yeah, with it was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was really that, funny. Now that, that adventure that he has in Spider-Man's dimension is actually a Marvel Comics team-up issue. Oh, cool. That TJ owns. I haven't uh, picked my copy up yet, but I'll have to get it to both of you so you can read it because it's kind of like what happens while he's there. Yeah. Because obviously he comes out on a web, so you know that Spider-Man is like bringing him back or, you know, you you think something might happen that, you know. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, he goes through all different dimensions. He keeps trapping him in dimensions to, like, disorient him and weaken him. Meanwhile, he's messing with his mom. And he breaks her God, arm. Poor mother. Oh my God! It's like every every issue. And mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. just Angstrom's mentality, and when he says like he gets so upset at Debbie when he when she's like telling the baby brother, you know everything's going to be okay. He mm-hmm. like loses it. How could you lie to him? You're mm-hmm. such a liar. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Of course, you you try to comfort in that situation, but he's so right. He's like, I could kill you in an instant. Like, how can you not realize how serious this is? So I really, um, I like that conversation. You know, I thought it was really scary. Yeah. Um, And I like any time he brings up other dimensions. Like, he says um, he hasn't encountered Oliver in any other dimension before. How strange. Yep. Um, Doesn't he say something about Mark? In other dimensions, what he's like in other dimensions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know he's said he wants to go kill him in every single one anyway, or yeah, something along those lines. But I, um, oh, I also liked how they shot him into the universe with zombies. Yeah, oh. and I was like, oh, is this the play on Walking Dead? But I, I was like, but these zombies suck, so it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it is a little bit of that, yeah. Sorry, but they do. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then he ends up, um, pushing Angstrom into another dimension and stranding him there with him, and he just goes to town. Loses it. Like, I said, Mark destroying Angstrom, oh my god, and then I said he's becoming his father, like his worst fear. Yeah. You know, of not being able to control himself. Well, because Angstrom says, like, oh, he's, he's stronger, he's augmented a little bit, so he's like, oh, okay, well, we can fight, you know, fist to fist. And he just starts punching him, and he's angry, and he just can't stop punching him, and he but just. They, but he was beating up his own mother. I would have done oh, the yeah. same thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this it's... is this is something that Invincible, you know, this comic, you know, talk toys with. I mean, the, you know, 
the the tough decisions, the things like, is it too far? I mean, is he guilty for killing him? Should he have killed him? I mean, he did a terrible thing. I think everyone he, wanted him to do that. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He was acting out what you, you, you naturally want to do. Mm-hmm. But, like, he just realized, like, oh, my God, I killed him. Like, you know. Yeah, because he's constantly holding back. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's his emotion finally got the best of him. And I'm sure there was a lot of pent-up emotion, even with his dad, like, just coming out. Yeah. And it yeah. just... And then now he's trapped. Now he's trapped. Now how does he get oh home? Oh, my God, I was, I was like, frightened for him when he was trapped. Right. And I'm thinking, like, how long is he going to be here? Yeah. How many issues are we going to, mm-hmm. like, read about this? So I kind of liked that it answered it really quickly. And yep. the team just kind of, like, came. I was like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, something's happening. Yep. And um, that that universe's um, Guardians of the Globe come back. So it's like, this was a little confusing at first. So... The I way I took this, it, yeah, yeah. The way I took this was, in the in the universe where um, the where Mark, you know, goes away into that dimension, the future of that universe, he never comes back. Mm-hmm. So the Guardians go back in time, right here, or go back through dimensions and send him back. Um, because he has so much left to do. Yes. Yes. In so his world. so these Guardians that go back never exist because he ends up going back. It's time travel and it's messy and it's it's never it's never done right. Yeah. I mean and it's at, always at first I was like I thought it was the guardians from his universe. Well, it and is. Like, this this these are the guardians from his Mark's actual own universe. Yeah. If he were never to come back. If he were to never so come this back. So this is this exactly. is like looking at his future as if he weren't to come back. Yes. So this is the Eve that he left behind and this is what she would grow up to be like. I mean, now that he's he, back, things could change. Yeah. But this is her saying, "Hey, when you left, you know, you destroyed me. Yeah, like she's she's like you have to tell you have to tell no, me. No, she destroyed her hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, she yeah. Let's be honest. She makes a point to say you have to tell her anything. Tell her you hate her. Tell her you love her, but don't leave her hanging. Yeah, I loved that. Yeah. Just because I like I love Eve so much, and I think they should be together. Mm-hmm. I know. I at that point too, I was just. I I still feel so bad for Eve and just like her weathered appearance. Yeah, she clearly looks desperate. Like yes. she's like she, she knows what she's been through. And but they're not supposed to mess with the past. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and Robot even says so. He's like, you know, hey. And that's when we first see Robot take off his helmet and it's Rex. And yes. I was so I was <laughs> So that's our next topic. Uh, We're gonna talk about I was Robot so now. Lost. And I kept flipping through <laughs> pages. Like, and like, I was like, did Robot die? Can he die? He's a machine. Yep. I don't know what's happening. Oh my god, I was so confused. So, so yeah. now, so now let's back up a little bit, and we're gonna talk about Robot in Volume Three. And so we get, um, we get to see. Uh, it's it, this whole conversation starts with Monster Girl checking out Rexplode. Yeah, this is uh, not to mention this is also when uh, Rexplode got cheated on. Yes, I was like, Carl, <laughs> that's right. Yes, but then it was like, ew, like, oh, duplicate with Immortal, like. She's a little too young for him. Yeah, whatever. But, you know, what I did want to mention, too, is Immortal says something about, you know, Kate keeps him young. He really hasn't had anyone since Grace. And I want to know who Grace is. Because the fact that he name-dropped makes me feel like she's important or she's going to come back at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, I want... he talks to Black Samson. Like, oh, everybody loved Grace, you know yeah. what I mean? And you kind of get that feeling like, 
when she, Black Samson and all of them knew her, she was probably an older woman. You mm-hmm. know, he had lived with her, lived out her life, and he just keeps aging, and he keeps having... He, he's lived... We, you guys know he was Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> he's been here for a while. Yeah. So I wanted to know more about that situation. So mm-hmm. I hope we get a little more backstory about him. And um, Robot, <laughs> Robot says uh, Phase 2 begins when... Um, one second. I thought that was more near the end. When does he say? That's like when Monster Girls. That's like where yeah. they agree to go oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on a friend you're right, date. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. So forget that. <clears throat> so after Rex gets cheated on, um, we get to see a little bit of the Maulers actually throughout all of this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love their whole banter. Like I was, that was such comic relief for me. I mean, this yeah, because that one was day. like during the the fighting with the Vulture Like I mean, they the one is forcing the other one to be a slave, kind of because yeah, because it was the constant twin debate. They could never tell who was the original, but since the original had been in that explosion with Angstrom, they always knew. So then it didn't get fun, so he poisoned? Yeah, he poisoned so, so the clone poisoned the original to make it look like he was the... <laughs> like So now they, they now they look identical again. Yes, yes, exactly. So they don't have to bicker about who's the stronger, better it's one. it's no fun. <laughs> yeah, I love that. So now they're both clones, but now they have to argue about which one's the clone which of the clone. The, yes, yes. <laughs> and so they can continue to be... Now they can be perfect work partners once again. Exactly, and then they get recruited <laughs> by Robot. Yeah. So Robot recruits them. Oh, and help. dun dun dun. Yeah, no, at this moment when I see, like, because I was always, like, leery about Robot and his. I know, like, I'm saying, I was like, oh, my God, Liz is right, Liz is right, Liz is right. I know, as soon as he's like, you know, I have a job for you, I was like, I know it. But anyway, I'm I mean, wrong, I kind mm-hmm. of maybe, but it's okay. <laughs> so we've got uh, them helping him. Um, there's this creature-looking guy in the tube, which we saw in Volume 2. Mm-hmm. And um, he needs the twins to clone a body, which we obviously know they're good at, as evidenced by the poisoning and recloning and everything like that. We got to see that firsthand. And he chooses to clone Rex. Hmm. I s- didn't know why until later. Yep. You know, yeah, you don't know why. Like he, yeah, exactly. You don't know until he takes off his helmet in the future. Yeah. And she says, shut up, Rex. He says, shut up, Rex. Yeah. Um, but so he, you know... He's cloned um, Rex, and then, uh, and that's the the same issue. We find out about the future robot being called Rex, and that creature that's in the tube transfers his consciousness, just like the Mulder twins do, you know, into this younger Rex body, and um, then he goes on to fight the Maulers um, with the bigger, and you that's they smash Robot's head, and that's when you find out, like, really learn that. Robot is just a robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's an automaton or whatever well, they call it. Yeah, and that, that was the moment, too. Like, I thought it was awesome. I closed the book. I had to stop reading because I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was like, after he crushed the first robot, he's like, you know, this is ridiculous. Bring on something more. And and then as he's like, you fools, don't you realize I am robot? You know, mm-hmm. I have a, all these machines that can fight you and kill you, whatever. Like, you don't realize who and what I am. And I was mm-hmm. like... Oh. That was like, genius. I just, yeah, just the pure genius. I was like, this is awesome. Right? So, yeah, I had to take a moment just to be like, let it soak in. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then we get a cool scene of a uh, robot showing up at the Guardians headquarters and Cecil introducing young Rex to the rest of the team. And mm-hmm. Rex is just <laughs> completely confused. <laughs> Um, Duplicate? Did you do this? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then there's uh, phase two, which uh, we find out is 
robot asking or pursuing. Rex, yeah, Rex asking out Monster Girl, um, which goes to. I thought uh, that was cute. Yeah, which explains a little bit about why he's trying to help her with her situation so much. And he chose a younger form of Rex because he knew that Robot liked, or he knew that Monster Girl liked Rex's form. You know, mm-hmm. she found him attractive. It was appealing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he wanted to be the same age as Monster Girl, you know, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't be weird for them to be together. Yeah. So all very smart, you know, him and his genius. Yeah, I, we can't even begin to understand his genius, you know, like... <laughs> There is going to be so much more. But I love that just this. in the end, like the last thing we know is like, it's just to a get the little, girl. Yeah, yeah. like you know? yeah, a little schoolboy crush. Yeah. yeah. And so. Uh, it's more than just love, you know. Mm. I admire you or something, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was that he was like he was. I forgot he said that he was like, it's not just me, you know, trying to get with you. I mean, you're actually, you know, someone I admire. Like that was really cool. Yeah. And he actually wanted to date her. Like he didn't you know, like want to hook up with her. He just wanted to date her. You know, I thought that was cool. Cute, really cute. So, um, a couple, uh, another little thing that we saw. Um, was Shapesmith. We got to see Russ Livingston again. Yeah. Um, and he goes by the name Shapesmith now. He wants mm-hmm. to take on or become a superhero. Or Reed of the Fantastic Four. What's that? He reminded me of Reed of Fant- and Fantastic oh, Four. Like uh, how stretchy. Oh, stretching and stuff? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I thought it was kind of cool. You, the first time you see him fighting crime, he's taking on the shapes of different the superheroes. Um, like You see, actually see him as invincible for a second like that, and then he's standing over all the criminals as, in his costume as an alien and says he's the shapesmith. Actually, no, he actually looks like Russ Livingston still, and he has the mask on. Yeah. I like I like that, that too. Cool. And in that episode, there was... Or episode, you know. Yeah, sure. I do it every... All, all the time. <laughs> there was like a little um, thing that... Or a person that looked like Robocop. And I was like, mm. oh, this is kind of cool. You know, so I didn't know if they were, like, throwing that out there. But I think it was, he was a bad guy that oh, yeah. Shapesmith was... Was fighting. Was fighting. Yep. And I was like, hey. But I... And then I commented, too, like, what's going on with... I'm not going to say it. Globe? Guardians of the Globe? Yep. Yes. Yes! Okay. <laughs> so it's, it, I wondered if he was going to be joining them. You know, if that was his final ambition to be, like, yeah. a part of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if they're going to recruit him. So, that's kind of, like, I was thinking about that. Cool. Yeah. I'm trying to see if there was anything else, like... Yeah, before it. we... We're going to actually talk about the final issue in a second. So, this was actually a pretty quick episode, I think, of the podcast. But um, anything before we talk about the final issue and wrap up things? Is there anything that I, we didn't talk about? Well, I like how, um, towards the end... I wrote issue 33 that Mark was kind of opening up to art. I love oh, that and conversation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, who else does he have to talk to about yeah. that stuff? Like, I love that. He, that's, that's Because, like, art was there when he's everything like the went catch down with for everything. Man, and yeah. he was there for Mark's mom. And I just thought, like, he's just kind of, like, Is he the married? father figure. Is he married? No. I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I really like him. He's just like that. He's a buddy. Yeah. (laughs) You know, just someone to talk to because, like, he knows all the superheroes considering Mm -hmm. makes their costumes, but... Yeah, you know he's trustworthy, you know? I just thought it was, like, I I felt bad. And it was great to see, like, like, this wasn't... We weren't going to keep, you know, beating around the bush. I mean, Mark, like, says it. He's like, I like Eve. 
and I like Amber. Oh, and then I don't he know go- what to do. And then after that, he goes, uh, what did he say? Um, <laughs> something about... Something like... Um, We've got to watch my blood pressure. Watch, yeah. in these oh, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, girls. there's two girls. Yeah. And Art's like, oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Oh, he's so cute, Art. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but I, I even like that conversation, too. Just, like... Him deciding. Him right? deciding. And it, it was a it, very rational way to, like, think about it. And, yes, like, yes. And I, and I like that. And he... He decides to stay with, with, Amber. with Amber. And I feel like... And this is after now, Future Eve talks to him. Yeah. So he has that so playing with his head, too. now he's got to tell Eve. So uh, that's what I'm like... Do you think he's going to? He's, I hope in so. In a way. I, I, think he's, I think he's going to be like, you know, just so you know, I'm with Amber. You know, I really, really like her. Even though he already had this conversation with her, mm-hmm. more or less, on the roof. Yeah. You know, but maybe, maybe he'll lay it out a little bit more. But I still feel like things with Amber are going to run its course because she doesn't understand him, all of him. You know, mm-hmm. it's always going to be that yeah. unknown aspect. Which is what Eve was talking about on the Yes, road. exactly. And I, and I do think that's going to be the final thing that comes between them. Not like cheating or this and that. It's no, just, just just the differences. Yeah. And they're living that's in different life. worlds. Exactly. Yeah. And he really doesn't know the difference between the two yet. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. He's still young. So I think he made a good choice right now, yeah. and that's what he feels good about. So mm-hmm. cool. And then in issue thirty-five, um, um, he he talks to Art. He also talks to Art about uh, his dad's books. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I forgot about that. I yep. just read that today. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> Nolan says to you know read my books. That's the last thing he says to him. And then you get like this kind of weird thing. What did you think of that? You turn the page and there's like. A, a wall of words, like it was actual text. It was Am like, I yeah. supposed to read that? Right? I know. Like, did I go too far? <laughs> so um, Mark gets the realization that you know this isn't just stories of him as a Voltramite traveling to different planets and fighting things. The things he's he's fighting are things that can hurt Voltramites, and he's teaching I, yeah, Mark how to cool. fight back. Yeah, that that they weren't bestsellers. You only wrote travel, but yeah, but yeah. I thought it was like that hidden little thing. I was like, oh, how convenient that, cool. that Art has them now. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I, he was friends. I mean, exactly. he was friends with no, Nolan, I know, I and know. that's why he kept them because he always thought they were fun. But like, this was Mark realizing like their true meaning. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the first blurb that he read really didn't give like too much information. And then the next book that he read had those creatures. Yeah. The First one was about a guy with a gun. Yeah, space racer. Space racer, exactly. And, uh, his his super powerful gun, and then the next that one. Ray, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. But then the next one is when Mark had that like look on his face of he's telling me how to beat them. Yeah. So I think for Mark that was just like the culmination of, you know, my dad actually is still my dad. Mm-hmm. He's not completely. You know, he he's actually has that faith in him again, mm-hmm. and. There's those creatures. The the planet that they live on has like super gravity or something, super strong gravity. Oh yeah. Yeah. So their the creatures' legs are super strong, so they can jump up and like bite them out of the air or something crazy. So I'm like thinking, is Mark gonna go and capture these these beasts <laughs> and release them? Like, so I'm really interested to see, you know, how that kind of plays out or if mm-hmm. it does at all. Yeah. Um, what do you, I mean now that we're in the last issue of the. Uh, of the volume, I mean, what do you think is next for Nolan and that whole? I mean, they take him away. What they say they're taking him away to be executed. Well, I'm thinking because Mark is such a good guy and wants to save everybody, he's gonna 
look into these books and he just might go save his dad. Mm -hmm. Put a a search party out to go get him. Yeah, I I feel like he's going to try to manipulate them in some way. Like, I, I think he wants to go try to save his dad. But oh, you I, mean like he might go to the Voltramites and talk to them first? Yes. Yeah, like go talk to them or they're going to come to the planet and he like strikes up some sort of negotiation. Mm-hmm. Like if you release him, you can have the planet, but then they fight back. or You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. something like that. So I just feel like there's going to be some sort of conversation versus just like a search and rescue mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I don't know. Yeah. Of course we want Mark to save the day. Go oh, save your dad. The other, the other thing that I, I we passed over when talking about the final issue and, um, uh, you know, in reference to all the girl stuff that Invincible's going through, is we get this scene with Amber in the library, and there's this guy kind of hitting on her. Checking they, out her butt. Don't lie. like my favorite little <laughs> Like him just kind of... Like the head tilt. tilting his head, yeah, watching her funny. leave. Yeah, he gives her his phone number. So there, things are shaky. Again, mm-hmm. that's another but foreshadowing kind of, of yeah. She's she knows, but she's seems kind of oblivious to it. Yeah. But yeah, she's just, she knows exactly. She knows. Yes. She's and then a blonde-haired, oh. blue-eyed girl. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's also. Uh, some some Oliver. We get to see, you know, his name's Oliver. And I was like, is this why TJ named his <laughs> Grayson and Oliver? But yeah. then I was like, Grayson's from Batman, right? Like, Yeah, but right? I mean, Oliver's last name's Grayson. Yeah, so, so that's why I was like, there was, was it yes. dual meaning yes, or did you do not this? Okay. TJ naming his because cats. This was like Oliver Company or something? Right? Which he also loves. Yeah. Uh, so there's, yeah, there's, there were a lot of okay. reasons. But Sounds yes, like, Oliver Grayson. Now, um, now it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And um, he's got a tutor that Cecil set up with him, oh, yeah. so she can work with him because his aging, like he's going to, you know, age quicker, and he'll be, you know, yeah. what do you think is happening with this? Like this storyline, where do you see this going? I feel like it's going to be like that brotherly bond mm-hmm. because oh, that's the other thing I want to mention is William is such a little bitch. <laughs> like I am so annoyed with him and just done. Like every uh-huh. time it's like. You know, the the nagging girlfriend, if you will. Like, oh, fine. I guess you don't need to spend time with me. Uh-huh. You know, it's so annoying. I'm just like, go away. Yep. But anywho, so I think it's going to be a typical brother relationship where, you know, Mark teaches him maybe how to, you know, work out, work his powers, mm-hmm. um, how to get stronger. They're going to fight together. I feel like... I hope that's what happens with them. Oh, yeah. geez. Now now I'm getting upset thinking about other possibilities. But, but He also ages a little bit faster. Yeah. So maybe by the time Mark figures out how to really maybe get his dad back, um, it's going Oliver to be like be old enough to where they can just go the in. The Grayson and, well, men are Oliver just going to yeah. yeah. So. That's what I'm... Mm, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. And I, the tutor said something too, like, "Oh, I've I've lived through worse, or I've I don't like her. I've seen worse." I'm like, well, "What else has she?" Yeah, seen? she walked. Yeah, she, like Debbie was like, "Oh, what do you know? What are you doing here?" And she like says everything. She's like, "Oh, okay." Know it all. Yeah. Well, and then at the back of um, uh, volume three, um, there's this there's this other like little spinoff thing called the Pact. 
um, which was another comic, but Invincible kind of made an appearance in it. And there was a, the only thing worth noting in that is that Doc Seismic is back. Um, it's a villain that Invincible fought in Volume One hardcover, um, and he like he was at Mount Rushmore and he fell into the abyss. You know, he you know can create seismic you know, earthquakes and everything like that. And he fell into the abyss and uh, they were like, hey, thanks for saving us, Invincible. And Invincible kind of flew off and was like, hey, being a superhero is great. And then in that little, you know, side story at the be- at the end of that, um, after issue 35, you just find out that Doc Seismic is back and in prison, um, just because that might come up later. So mm. that's all that's important in there. Um, otherwise, did you guys like Volume 3? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, I... So it was very... Yeah, well, I so enjoyed too. So then I don't ever want to get like overexcited when reading something because I was like, oh, I just really enjoyed the last one. But then after reading this one, it's like, ooh, now I, this one's my favorite. So I'm hoping that's like, you know, his writing. It just keeps just, going. This, just one, going this and one just going. kept going, going, going. Like each yeah. issue was, it was just like robot, angstrom, yeah. you know, Amber and Eve. Yeah, and you know, the, the culture of, might fight. Yeah, near the end of every comic, you're like, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> yep, <laughs> like, yep. So many mixed emotions. <laughs> well, awesome. I'm going to get you guys volume four, and you're going to have like a month and a half to read it because we're recording this one so early. So before we need to record the next one, you're going to have plenty of time to um, to read that one and soak it in. Um, but I think we're going to wrap it up then. Um, remember, uh, thank you um, for listening. Uh, you can email us. Tell us what you think. Um, we are at... Um, uh, the invincible podcast at gmail.com if you'd like to email us and the twitter handle is invinciblecast um liz thanks for joining me thank you Brittany, thank you for joining me as well and see you later bye, bye. bye.